Good morning, good morning, good morning, Baltimore. Kai here with another Hezekiah moment. We are celebrating week four, of, and I'm introducing Carletta Orr. We are celebrating, as I said, a fantastic month. We were celebrating office this Christmas season. It was a, actually, it was a group or a segment of authors who, you know, when I asked them to come on to the show, that they would share their story, tell us about their book, and just give us information about the different titles that they've had. On on week one, we had an interview with, um, live interview with Miss Kimya Scott. She was the marketing strategist. Um, Just to backtrack, week two, of this series, we've had um, Miss Ebony Trush, the writer of The Significance Factor. Week three, we had Miss Shawnee McElwain um, with Sharing Her Mess. And as we're coming up to week four, um, I know this is Christmas week, but we're still keeping this thing going of this Celebrating Authors This Christmas Season 2015 series. This has been a series all month long. Coletta Orr, who's the writer of the award-winning novel, Cancer Doesn't Always Win. But before we get into this um, Hezekiah moment, we're going to pray. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down last night, for waking up to this day we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this Christmas season, because let people remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. Continue to bless those in the listening audience, Lord. Bless those who know you, Lord. Bless those who don't know you, Lord. We just ask you just to give all of those grace, Lord, your grace. So, Heavenly Father, we wanted to abound within everyone. Bless those who are coming upon this Christmas season and may not know you, may not have anything, may not know someone, but help someone just to share love um, with them, Lord. I just pray that someone will share love with them. Continue to bless Michelle, Lord, as a co-host. Continue to bless all our guests who have been on, Lord. And I just appreciate everyone who's been supporting the man in the mirror, Lord, who's been supporting Hezekiah L. Montgomery, who's been supporting and showing and nurturing me, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for the pastors in this Baltimore area. Continue to bless them in a mighty way as they do the job that you've given them, Lord. And, Lord, as they do that job of feeding your sheep, continue to bless the man and man in the mayor ministry as we continue to do thy will. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And, again, I want to thank you guys. And I want you guys to remember when I do these Hezekiah moments, especially about the authors, you're just introducing them, so you do. You can come on on Friday night at 9 p.m. and listen to more of their story. You know, I just I was told a long time ago by my mentor that I can do some shows just to you know keep things going and pique your interest and get you together. So yes, please tune in on Friday night at nine by calling in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one, and you know get the information firsthand from. I guess because they are the special ones. We, I'm just here to facilitate. I want them to get the information out. Well, you know, 
to, um, she's had three people before her. It's hard to come up to the end of this thing with a with a bang. And guess what? I know in my heart that Miss Carletta will be able to do this. This is the first time that we've done anything like this on our show. A whole month of authors, week after week, someone new and special, someone different that brings their own flavor. And, again, it's kind of hard to be the last one because growing up, I never wanted to be last. I always, you know, I didn't, I always wanted like to be in the front somewhere to get it over and done with. But I know Miss Carletta Orr will turn this thing around, and she's ready to share her story. And just some interesting facts about um, about her. One in eight women will develop breast cancer, and one in 67 will develop ovarian cancer. These strategics, these I'm sorry, these statistics serve as a reminder of the many mothers, grandmothers, sisters, and friends who have endured the words, you have cancer. And I repeat that again because I want you guys to understand that this is real. I've had friends whose mothers died and um, grandparents died in the same year, one from the ovarian cancer and one from breast cancer. One in eight women will develop breast cancer, and one in 67 will develop ovarian cancer. These statistics serve as a reminder of the many mothers, grandmothers, sisters, and friends who have endured the words, you have cancer. And that is a hard thing. That is something that we are dealing with daily. We have breast cancer awareness month. We, you know, we have breast cancer, you know, um, support. You know, there's people trying, you know, there's groups out there who are supporting breast cancer. And I am one that has supported and will continue to support because I know firsthand that my mother died in 1960, I'm sorry, 1996 of cancer of the esophagus. You know, you know, we worked hard as a son. I did my best to um, help her through it. Um, but when you have a cancer like that, they always did tell her that, you know, you don't know. Sometimes the cancer may come back. And after two years of dealing with it, going to the doctors, getting the chemotherapy, getting um, the radiation treatment, having the um, special, because it's efficacy, if I'm correct, and she'll help me out. Epicedial cancer, um, they would actually, after the cancer shrunk, they would take her and they would take her food pipe, food venture pipe, and um, also her intestines, or you know, and actually tie. So she, after she went through the treatment and after she had the special surgery, she had to eat more meals throughout the day in order to make sure that she ate. But unfortunately, later on down the line, the cancer did spread and then got into her lymph nodes, and then it just spread throughout her body. So, yes, I know firsthand what cancer can do. Um, I definitely know firsthand what cancer can do. It, it, you know, it can eat away at a person. You know, the, the nurse told me at the end, that her um, body was shutting down. Was that a hard thing? Yes, it was extremely hard. So I know how hard 
it is on other people. When you hear that someone you love, those words, you have cancer or they have cancer, and then you have to go on an all-right all war, basically, against the cancer, against the spirits, against whatever's going on, we pray, we pray, we pray, we get on our knees, we pray. So, but um, she's actually coming on, and she's written a story, written a book that cancer doesn't always win. You know, she, she if I'm correct, she has a doc, doctor's in physiology. So, again, she's a scientist. She studied, studied, and studied. And and what brought her to study is that um that the as she said, Coletta Orr was first known Coletta Orr knows firsthand of the devastating effect of breast cancer and ovarian cancers, having lost a grandmother and a great grandmother to both. So again, she knows firsthand and that piqued her interest and like, you know what? I need to find out what is really going on with this. I need to know firsthand what is going on with this so I can try to do something or help other women that are going through it as well. And that takes a great person to say, you know what, I'm tired. I lost people. I love the grandmother, great-grandmother. I'm tired. So let me go and figure out why this is happening. So, so it won't happen again. I do apologize for that couple of technical difficulties. But so it won't happen again. So she knows firsthand. And sometimes it takes us, you know, we can say, yeah, I know about that, or yes, I know about that. But when it affects us and our family, it's a whole different story. So Coletta Orr decided, you know, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to study this. I'm going to research this. I'm going to spend, you know, time in my life that maybe that maybe that will help others that are going through the same thing. Because again, you know, cancer is devastating. It's not just going through women; it's going through the men as well. So we have to know. You know, she may be working on something that will help men as well. Because men, may, you know, men deal with prostate cancer. Men deal with you know different types of cancers as well. So you know, she's going to give us the four one one stating that cancer doesn't always have to win. And I like that title because, you know, scientists are studying, studying, studying. But she, as she's studying, she has a group that's helping her. She, I mean, she's known all over the place right now. She, she's a fantastic young lady. But she's trying to help us. She's trying to help us understand that, you know what, even though we're going through cancer, doesn't always have to win. So I want you guys to tune in on Friday. Remember, this is just introducing her. I'm giving you bits and pieces information about her, about Friday's episode. But it's going to be up to you. This guy is doing his part. He's making. He's giving you a reminder. It's not even on Friday night. It's going to be on December 26th, Saturday night. And I'm glad I looked at that again because Friday. It's Christmas, so I want you guys to have a blessed and Merry Christmas. But on Saturday night, the 26th of December at 9 p.m., we will be on um, discussing and talking with Miss um, Coletta, or you can call in at 917 888 
I'm sorry, 917-889-2271. That's 917-889-2271. Press the number one on your phone to be put in our queue. And if you want to, you know, have a comment or just, you know, question for Ms. Um, Ms. Orr, because she's ready, wearing, and ready. She's wearing and ready to go. And also, if you want would like to be a guest on our show, you can call in at 888-501-8650, extension 780. Leave a comment or question, or if you want to be a guest, just leave the information. That's our new business line. Again, that's 888-501-8650, extension 780. I'm, I'm going to take a break right now. Um, and play this song I like turn around because I like I like this song because what she's talking about is you know what cancer doesn't have to win always win we can turn this thing around. They let it rain. Come on. Come on. Say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven.
and endoscopic and endoscopy uh, biopsy of the tumor. Treatment includes chemotherapy, which I went through with her and, you know, took her to, and sometimes surgery. She did chemotherapy and radiation. So it was real. So I, I do understand it. And the type of surgery she had, and I'll just read you one paragraph. It was called Surgery for Cancer of the Esophagus. It's called Esophagus Gatectomy. Uh, S O S O um, Thigdectomy. So, surgery to remove some of the most esophagus is called the Esophectectomy. Often a small part of the stomach is removed as well. The upper part of the esophagus is then connected to the remaining part of the stomach, which they told me about. Part of the stomach is pulled up, which they said, into the chest or neck to become the new esophagus. How much of the esophagus is removed depends upon the stage of the tumor and where it is located. If the cancer is in the lower part of the esophagus near the stomach or at the place where the esophagus and stomach met, the gastrophageal or GE junction, the surgeon will remove part of the stomach and part of the esophagus containing the cancer. And about three to four inches of the normal esophagus above this, then the stomach is connected to what is left of the esophagus, either high in the chest or in the neck. So, yes, cancer is real. And I know I fumbled up the words, but, you know, I'm not a doctor. And when you see some of these medical terms, you look at like, really? Um, But, again, I do apologize for fumbling up the words. But I I know firsthand that cancer is real. So any woman, I've had a um, cousin several years ago who died on my father's side of the family who died of um, ovarian cancer, so ovarian cancer. So I understand it's real. It's in all our family, and it's kind of interesting because her grandmother and her mother are still living, but she died in her early 40s. So that's the thing that, you know, no parent wants. No parent wants to hear that my child is dying. No grandmother wants to know that my child is dying and I'm still here. So, again, um, Cancer is real. And a little more about Carletta Orr's story is Carletta Orr knows firsthand of the devastating effect of breast and ovarian cancers, having lost a grandmother and a great-grandmother to both. On with years of research, as I said, and the desire to understand and fight the cancers that that devastated her family. Orr seeks to educate others about ways to prevent and overcome both diseases. Cancer Doesn't Always Win, a comprehensive guide to beating breast and ovarian cancer instructs readers on the causes and symptoms of both breast and ovarian cancers while providing valuable information. So, yes, it it will behoove you not to tune in on the 26th. I know everybody's going to be busy on the 25th, enjoying the holiday, celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, on the 25th. But I want to continue this. I was thinking about, okay, we'll just have three. But I said, no, I want to continue this. Have the whole month of people giving information. And her information is going to be extremely powerful because it's real. Kai knows it firsthand that it's real. I did, and I I, I did everything in my hand at that young age. I think I was around in my early 30s when my mother passed. I did, and I was going through something thinking that I can do everything and stop anything. 
but I had to suffer the fact that I was not God. I couldn't do it. I did everything I can. I was like I was her nurse. I fed her, you know, show, I was um, taught how to feed her intravenously, you know, so, you know, because she couldn't eat. She couldn't swallow. So I did that. I took her to her appointments. I did everything a good son would do to try to save his mother. But, you know, unfortunately, life took a toll on both of us. You know, I was busy. You know, I was married at the time. So it was like a whirlwind of or an escapade of things going on where I couldn't keep up with everything. And the doctor, and I remember the doctor telling me that if the cancer comes back, which it did, she wouldn't be able to go for those treatments again. Um, That's something I always remember. Because, you know, it's always going to be with me. You know, if the cancer came back and, you know, I was told it came back and it hit the lymph nodes, and after that, it just hit the whole body. And and I'm the type of person I try to do things the way if the doctor says make sure this happens, that happens. But two years later, it came back. Um, They gave her a clean bill of health. But uh, if, if, shall we say, if the Lord's will if God willed it, then he had a reason for it because it came back and she was not um, able to endure it any longer. So in, on, if I'm correct, on October, no, not October, in August 12, 1996, she went home to be with the Lord. But the great thing is that while she was in the hospital, and, and this is in my book, um, one of the evangelists from my church actually came and spoke to her, and she reconnected with God at that moment. So I know she went home to be the, with the Lord. So many times God may allow things to happen so that we can get ourselves together, even on our deathbed. So again, I would like you guys to tune in on December 26th, 2015, which leaves was going to leave us five days left of the year, or six days left, five days of the new year. Um, 2015 at 9 p.m. As we welcome Ms. Coletta Orr to our platform, she'll give us the 411 on cancer and learn from uh, her own words that cancer doesn't always win. This has been a Hezekiah moment, and I'll see you at the mirror.